The Morning Star Mocha was super busy. I dropped off William and circled the block twice before I found a spot a block up the street. The extra time I took parking meant I was a few minutes late, but I still paused to look through the front window before going in. I saw Esteban at a table in the corner, a mug in front of him. He wasn't looking my way, so I studied him for half a minute. We had met once or twice for lunch. Every time had been before we'd ever met in a hotel room, when we were still deciding if we wanted to go to that next step. Since we'd begun that, we'd never met again in public. He looked so different with his clothes on. This wasn't what we were supposed to be. Coffee shop pals who chatted about muffins and maybe played footsie under the table or held hands. No, we were dim hotel rooms and commands and fantasies. Not reality, weren't we? I was on the verge of walking away when a man in a long black coat came up behind me wanting to go inside, and I let myself be swept up along with him as though I had no other choice. Esteban stood up when I walked in. Being greeted with a smile and a look almost of relief, as though you are, in that moment, the most important sight in the world to the person who's been waiting for you, it's heady stuff. I wove through the crowded tables to him, and slung my bag over the back of the empty chair. I wondered if he would embrace me, and if I would allow it. He didn't, though he ran a hand down from my shoulder to my wrist, squeezing gently before moving away. I was thinking you would not come, he said. I would have messaged you, honey. I wouldn't just stand you up. I had considered doing just that, but Esteban would never know it. I sat. What are you drinking? Coffee. Would you like? I twisted to look at the menu board. I'll take a mocha latte. Oh, and a blueberry muffin. He gave me another tiny, discreet squeeze as he passed me. It both amused and touched me emotionally. He touched me physically all the time, of course. But this had been different. Brief, but not hesitant. He was different outside the hotel room, but then I guess so was I. Esteban returned in a few minutes with my drink and food, and took the seat across from me. He grinned, his gaze searching my face, though I wasn't sure what he was looking to find. He leaned forward. You look beautiful. I didn't laugh. I had made an effort, of course, because whoever goes to meet a lover without looking their best. But unlike most of our meetings, which featured me in full makeup with carefully chosen outfits, this morning I'd pulled my dark curly hair into a messy bun, and wore jeans with a tunic blouse, suitable for taking my nephew to religious school. Put together, sure, but beautiful. You do, he said, though I hadn't protested. I leaned forward a little, too, echoing his posture. It's good to see you. He beamed, eyes not leaving mine. It's better to see you. You're so good for my ego. I did laugh then, and broke off a piece of my muffin. I pushed the plate toward him. Have some. He broke off a piece. Together we ate the muffin and drank our coffee while tables emptied and filled again. We didn't talk about anything that seemed important, which was the perfect sort of conversation to have on a bright, late spring Sunday morning. This was nice, I told him, when we'd stayed as long as we could before it would be time to order lunch. Esteban nodded. Yes, Very nice. 
I thought for a second or so that he was going to ask me if we could do it again, but he only looked at me with an expression I couldn't read. Not quite sad. Reluctant. Resigned, maybe. Walk me to my car, I said. I'm not ready to say goodbye just yet. I could read that expression at least. I'd made him happy. We didn't hold hands while we walked, and the distance between us was enough that nobody would ever have guessed how many times his mouth had been between my legs. I watched him from the corner of my eye as we navigated the buckled sidewalk. At my car, I faced him. What's going on? He might have been able to put me off on the phone, but not in person where I could see his face. He tried to cut his gaze, but I took his chin gently in my palm and turned him until he had no choice but to look at me. Still he didn't.